Hello, hello. This is JR from the JR Show. Thank you for tuning in to the JR Show podcast. All right. Today, very excited. Um, many years ago, when I was watching American Idol, we were watching this guy with crazy spiked hair and uh, had this great voice. And a lot of people thought that Colton Dixon was going to win American Idol. And he got shocked. Like, went out seventh place or something like that. And uh, he's gone on to write a lot of songs we play on the radio in the faith-based format. Uh, Just became a new dad. He's a brilliant piano player. Let's get into this, all right? One of the questions I'm very excited to ask him is, I I grew up with a friend that is very famous. I hear him singing whenever I go to the grocery store. He's, you know, his voice is playing through the speaker. And he was my buddy. We did everything together. And things got awkward when he got super, super famous. You know, all of us back in the hometown were like, hey, buddy, you forgot about us. But the pressure he's under with people trying to take, take, take from him. Colton Dixon probably went through something similar. I'm going to ask his opinion on that question. Also tickling the ivories. We're going to give Colton 30 seconds to do whatever he wants in front of the piano. Hope you enjoy this episode seven on the JR Show podcast with Colton Dixon. Ladies and gentlemen, will you please put your little pause together for today's guest, Mr. Colton Dixon. How are you, sir? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm all right. Um, we're going to get, we're finally entered a season where I can have you on the air and we don't need to mention a TV show you run. It's, I, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Is it nice? Is it nice for uh, you? It's, it's nice be, for me. It's got to be nicest for you. <laughs> I, think I, I think I hit that with Mandisa about interview four or five where I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot you were even on that. Yeah, um, it does help that it kind of isn't as big as it was when you were on. Sure, I, my um, wife and I love it just as much, though. Oh, really? Um, we we didn't catch this last season, but okay. um, we watched the first, I guess, two or three since they switched, you know, networks. Yeah. We loved it. We really? thought it was great. Yeah. Okay, I I don't have a TV anymore. Well, I'm good for that, you. That's actually amazing. I'm in that streaming mode where yep. you know, I'll pay it. for soccer. And outside of that, news is through my phone. Yeah, I get it. Um, we've got very exciting things to talk about with you. First of all, it was a little chunk of time where I didn't have you on very often. Yeah. And now when, once Miracles came out, um, it's like, okay, he's back on my computer screen every day. Let's lead off with uh, just an update for everybody. When I said big news, it's not just about the EP that came out during EP album. EP. EP that came out during the thick of lockdown. But you also had uh, other new releases, uh, Twin Baby Girls. That's right. How is everything with, with mom and being a father? Amazing. Um, Annie has done so well throughout the entire pregnancy. Um, it's, uh, it's been amazing. It really has. Yeah, we had song babies and two real babies this year, so right. very exciting. <laughs> yeah, you probably get this question a lot, but just diving into parenthood in the deep end, having to do the twin thing. Sure. Uh, does any part of you think, oh man, everybody else got to do the, let's have one and then talk about if we want to have, you know, someone told me this a while back. They're like, man, the great thing about it is it's not like you already have one kid and then you're going to be thrown two, and it's going to be some crazy different experience. You don't know any better. So two is just going to seem like normal to you guys. So if you have another one down the road 
it's going to be so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I think I, I think I will accept that advice. I yeah. think, I think you mean well when you say that. Um, so yeah, we, we don't know any different. Yeah. So it's great. <laughs> well, I didn't pay attention too much in school, but I think I heard something about having twins is like part of genetic or it's something in somebody. We thought the same thing okay. and we actually did some research. So apparently fraternal twins are genetic. Okay. Identical twins is happenstance. The okay. egg splits. Um, we had identical girls. So it was just, yeah. we found the two for one coupon somewhere <laughs> along the way. A BOGO. And, and yeah, that's right. We got a BOGO. But uh, yeah, we're thrilled, man. It's awesome. That's awesome. Because that would be the other thing that make me a little bit nervous is if this does run in one of us, that means the next time you have, it could just keep going two, 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 two. My wife and I just talked about this. Yeah. Roger Federer, tennis player. Oh, right. Set of twin girls, boom, set of twin boys. Oh, wow. Whoa. Identical. <laughs> both identical. So they were both happenstance. I don't, oh my gosh. That blows my mind and terrifies me. I'm just time. thinking of the money you could save by having twins consistently. It's so ex- <laughs> It is so expensive, the hospital bills, like, oh. just to get it. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Literally two for one coupon. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just cheap like that. So. EP from Colton Dixon came out right in the thick of lockdown. Great planning. Good work. <laughs> um, speaking of pandemic and lockdown, this has kind of been a universal question I've been able to ask everybody because all of us go into deep thought with we've never been through something like this. And now being on this side, sort of, what was the thing that you personally, Colton, learned and you could go surface with this about germs. You could go spiritually with, I learned this about myself, but it will always stay with you what you learned in the thick of that season. On a funny side, it opened my eyes to how many people didn't wash their hands regularly, <sighs> which just blows your mind, doesn't it? Um, on a real level, though, it was a big season of trust, just knowing, okay, God is my source of all things income, where we find peace and hope and rest and comfort and things like this, not what I do. So when touring was cut, that's a big source of income for a lot of artists. And we were all in the same boat. It's like, we can't, we can't do anything. Mm. Um, our hands felt tied. And I used some of that time to figure out some, like how to play with just myself at home. So I was figuring out looping pedals and things like that. Like, how can I recreate what I do with just me? So it was cool to have that time but I didn't have an outlet to do it. So it can be really scary and it's easy to choose fear in those situations, but God constantly reminds us to choose faith in those seasons. Um, Seasons like this, um, you can find a lot of negative in it, but there are a lot of positives in it as well. Um, It's a chance for your faith to grow. Um, So my wife and I tried to choose faith as often as possible and, and just know that, all right, God works everything together for good for those who love God. So we, we fit in that category. We love God. So we're going to know that he's going to turn this for our good somehow. So yeah, that's what we've been relying on. And it's been amazing to see whether it's stations playing the old songs or the new song or whatever more often. Mm-hmm. It's like our uh, royalty checks have been bigger. Our, you know, it's like, right. God, you're, you're doing it. And it's so cool to see that. You talk about it all the time with what you and I do, um, but it's cool to see it actually happen in your own life. And and it was a big, big encouragement for my wife and I to know, you know what? God actually has this under control. Awesome. Yeah. Um, You and I have talked about this on the air before that I grew up with um, Song of the Year in 2001, I think, across on Billboard was hanging by a moment, but life from Lifehouse and Jason was my neighbor. 
and uh, we, we did everything together. I was there when he was learning guitar. I was, you know, we'd crash at his house for weeks at a time. I drove him everywhere because he didn't have a license. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I moved to Montana and I'm away from him for four years, lost contact. And all of a sudden I'm playing, hanging by a moment on the station. And then I went to go do research. Who was this Lifehouse man? Jason. And he's like my, amazing. my closest friend from when I was 50, 16. I'm playing right next to a Nickelback record. Sure. But you ran into him and actually played one of his songs in one of your main levels of when you were climbing American Idol. Yeah. Um, and then you actually got to speak with him a little bit. I did. Um, yeah. He's the nicest guy. I know you can attest to that as well. Uh, one of my favorite worship songs of all time is a song called Everything by Lifehouse, mm -hmm. which most people probably wouldn't categorize right. as a worship song. But I sang that song and barely made it through it without crying. I kind of yeah. didn't really make it through it without crying. <laughs> the end of it um, is, the back end of it is uh, Yeah, the bridge. It's like yeah. where it hits you. Um, yeah. But I got back to where all the contestants were staying that night, and I was getting a, a call from an unknown number. They really warned you about that. Like, hey, there are some creeps out there. Just right. maybe don't. But I, I just knew I needed to answer this phone. So I did, and it was Jason. Yeah. I don't know how I got my number, but... We talked for maybe 30 minutes about what that song meant to us, and, and he was able to talk about his band and, and the different beliefs that he was even surrounded by. And, and he's like, man, I wrote this in a time where I just you know felt God's presence, and, and uh, this really cool song came out of it. I'm glad you love it. And it's just like, wow, for, yeah. for the guy who wrote and recorded this song to reach out and just have a real heart-to-heart -heart about it, it was really right. cool. It said a lot. Well, actually, here's, here is the question is, he had a hard time with our because you go to that level like i hear him every time i go to the grocery store and one of his songs is yeah, playing always and i can't really tell people hey we were pretty nobody believes you sure but he had a hard time to get that famous so quick so all these people in our little hometown outside of seattle oh we grew up with jason we traveled sure. the world in the missions group he kind of went and put his arm out and, yeah. and kind of had to cut off with everybody and everybody kind of took it kind of bad. Sure. With Murfreesboro's your hometown, right? Yeah. How is that with being in front of millions? How has that been with that relationship? Do you have empathy for the people that it's hard for us? Sure. Being on this side. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's such a hard thing because you do, you have people come out of the woodwork. So you're, you're already more sensitive to people that you may or may not have really grown up with, you know? And, uh, yeah, I feel for both sides cause I get Jason's side cause I, I was there. I, you know, I understand that, but also I have some very patient and understanding friends who, mm. you know, for a couple years, we just didn't really talk or have contact because too, you, when that level of stardom or whatever you want to call it comes, you're really busy. Mm -hmm. um, nonstop, you're doing something. So you don't even really have a lot of time to hang out. Like if you're home ever, <laughs> you don't want to see people. You yeah. just don't. Well, it's you a perfect of a storm because they're proud of you. They saw you on TV. Yeah. You're back home and you didn't reach out. And all of a sudden there's a little bit of, Hey, yeah, is he too good for us now? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's the perfect storm. I know. Um, and it's, it's sad. That's why I said, I'm thankful for those people who have patience and understanding because I, I, was not a good friend during that season at all, but they understood that I was just crazy busy. And right. there were so many people that I may have bumped shoulders with in the hallway at school. that were like, Oh yeah. Like we hung out all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, so I get both sides of it, but you signed um, my yearbook. Let's keep in I, touch. I, I know you, you said, let's keep in touch. That's Here what I'm is. doing. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's true, man. It's Be great. careful what you write in people's right. yearbook. <laughs> Moral of the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, Walk Us Up Can't Quit You. Um, it's got a nice Bieber vibe to it. That's, it does. Um, um, yeah. I love that you noticed that. Um, <laughs> man, my wife and I were such big fans of that Purpose record. Um, yeah, Can't Quit You was a song um, that I wrote about my wife. We've been married for over four years now. And it's my first real attempt at a love song. And people are like, man, what took you so long? Writing a love song, especially to someone that you're married to, there's so much pressure because what if the song isn't any good? You know what I mean? Is that a reflection of how you feel about your wife? Yes, it is, (laughs) unfortunately. So it's like, all right, I need to make this count. So um, we spent a lot of time on that song and came up with something that it's basically what my wife and I try to live by. It's like, no matter what life throws at us, we will never stop choosing to love one another. Um, so it's like, no matter what, I can't quit you. Yeah. Um, got to film a music video for it as well. And it was so cool because we got to share our story on the screen. So we used old home footage of our wedding, um, our first ultrasound together for the twins, um, where we found out that they were twins <laughs> and uh, just a bunch of crazy stuff that we've been through and, and uh, projected it onto me as I was singing the song and just a really beautiful tribute to her and I. And uh, yeah, love that song. It's one of my favorites on on the EP. I spent some time on this question. Come on. Is is Dixon your last real last name? Yes. Okay. So I put together a few famous Dixons. Come on. So I'm going to say a Dixon and if you can just take a guess at uh, what you think this Dixon is famous for. All right. Uh, who was Donna Dixon? No idea. Okay. She was Miss Virginia <laughs> and then married Dan Aykroyd and starred with him in some of the Twilight Zones. Well, there Donna, you go. That's Donna pretty Dixon. awesome. Donna Dixon. Twilight Zone. Yes. Old school. Uh, Willie Dixon. Okay. Tobacco farmer. Made Tobacco it farmer he know. is. <laughs> no. Uh, apparently next to Muddy Waters, he was the most influential person in shaping the entire Chicago blues scene was Willie Dixon. That's pretty cool. So, Not to be confused with Willie Nelson. Right. Yeah. And George Dixon. George this is Dixon. a fun one. I don't know. He was the first black athlete to win a world championship in any sport. That's amazing. He was a Canadian boxer and became a world champion. And that at that time, he would have been the first black athlete to ever win a world championship in That's anything. Amazing. There we go. So, wow, so, there are a lot of famous people that I'm there related to. There was more, to. yeah. <laughs> I ran out of I ran out of space, but so there you go. That's fantastic. Let's go into Devil Is a Liar. Can you walk us up uh, this new song? Yeah, I think there are two categories in life. There's a steal, kill, and destroy category, and there's a life and life more abundant category. One comes from the enemy. One comes from God, and we know that. If you grew up in church at all, you've heard that. But for some reason, when life throws something at us, we have a hard time putting that in the right category. So I think if we would just Again, no matter what it is, a virus that we don't know what to do with, it's like, all right, this obviously doesn't come from God because he says it's life and life more abundant, and this is taking life. So if we would just put it into the category of uh, steal, kill, and destroy, then we would know it's just it's a lie. It's a lie from the enemy. Um, we're going to put it in its place. Just don't take the bait is what right. the song's about. A lot of the time we think the devil you know, is is obvious. You know, We think a red devil with a pitchfork, you know, and I think he's a lot more clever than that, even than we give him credit for. He plants lies in the church that we believe about 
that we believe about God and, and people who have had bad experiences with church relate it to their relationship with God. And it's like, oh no, like, and I hate that. That's like the biggest thing I hate about people who have turned away from, from God. And it's normally because they've had a bad experience and it's like, man, we're human. And, um, we, we make mistakes, but God is perfect. But anyway, without going full tangent mode, yeah. don't take the bait because that's all it is. He barks real loud, but just a little puppy dog. Perfect. Um, we're going to do something right here that we've been ending all of the interviews with called Tickling the Ivories. And uh, we put you in front of this piano behind me. Um, some of the artists we have are not like they don't even know Twinkle Twinkle Little Stars. <laughs> but you know all their hits we play on the station but in front of a piano they have no clue and then we've got some brilliant ones that could throw chopin um so this is not about we already know you can because we saw you on television doing it but this is not about your ability this is more about 30 seconds of tickling the ivories whatever you want to give us in 30 seconds you can be playful with it you could play something serious totally up to you and we'll go mic you up at the uh, piano i love it okay It is time for Tickling the Ivories with Colton Dixon. And uh, I genuinely thought when I saw you sitting at a piano on American Idol, I'm like, that guy is going to win this thing. And it's not because of his hair. Uh, He genuinely is crazy talented. And uh, I think you came in seventh and it was like this massive shock. It was one of the biggest American Idol shocks was everybody thought this guy was going to win. Everything turned out fine. Yes, it did. But um, we know you can play. Uh, so whatever you want to give us tickling the ivories, 30 seconds of whatever. Come on. I just want to stay in the sun where I fight. I know it's hard sometimes. Pieces of peace in the sun's peace of mind. I know it's hard sometimes. Yeah, I think about the end just way too much. But it's fun to fantasize. All my enemies who wouldn't wish who I was But it's fun to fantasize Oh, 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 oh. I'm falling so I'm taking much time on my right I'm falling so I'm taking much time on my an album coming and it's Colton Dixon doing One Republic versions of 21 Pilot songs <laughs> coming to Fair Trade Records soon. <laughs> that was awesome. That was I would love to cringe so hard if you're like One Republic Same. I, <laughs> I'll be honest, I totally did cringe. Uh-huh, girl, but then you so eased it all in such a good way. Wrapping things up with Colton Dixon. Um, again, the new EP came out in the middle of lockdown featuring the song Miracles. Um, and so obviously you've put out new music already this year. So now this should be touring season, touring off the album. Yeah. So I guess you're in a just be father mode for a while. Yeah, until- <laughs> I, I think I'm going to um, rise to the occasion of, of being a, a, a girl dad to twins. Yes. Uh, so My first two were girls, so. Love it. I survived so far. You did. Yeah. You did. That's good. That's encouraging. Um, 
Yeah, so we're we're gonna do we're gonna do the parent thing for a while, and hopefully, hopefully we can start touring regularly again, or or yeah. someone can figure out how to do it well. Hope right. the drive-in thing is being successful. Yeah, we don't know. So hopefully soon we'll uh, come to a city near you. Right, and the more you click on Colton Dixon's songs on Spotify, the more he can buy diapers. So that's true. Please, we, we would <laughs> gratefully appreciate your financial support. <laughs> Thank you for the time, as always. Always, man. Good to see you. Well, how about that? Uh, Colton Dixon, uh, he's a lot of fun. I love when artists cover some of my favorite songs, and uh, that was a very special moment to have Colton doing that song on the piano. Love it. All right, let's talk about next week. She was one of my first crushes. I guess she was like my first teenage crush. Well, she is back. The sister of Joel and Luke of For King and Country, Rebecca St. James. She was on a poster on my bedroom wall when I was 14 years old, and here I am playing her on the radio. She's going to be sitting across from me next week on the radio it is going to be episode eight of the jr show podcast you can subscribe now so it'll pop right up in your feed as soon as it releases we'd also love for you to share this podcast with your friends tag on instagram at the jr show um, you can also follow us there and if you like what you hear we appreciate the uh the five star reviews thank you so much for listening we'll see you next week peace